Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of First of Habit. I hope your weekends were amazing. We have been having some really beautiful weather here in Tennessee that I am super happy about. Mornings are finally cooling down a little bit. We got some much needed rain. So we had a good, chill little weekend. We are approaching my second favorite time of year, and that would be fall. Although I do feel like fall in Tennessee is just not nearly as long as it should be, given how pretty it is during fall. I feel like we get like three or four weeks of like true fall of just like really beautiful, cool weather. And then you blink and it's like ugly and cold as shit. (laughs) But nonetheless, I love it. Um, You know, the holidays are coming up, which I also love. I am such a holiday fanatic, can't get enough of it. If you're actively losing weight right now, the holidays can be a scary time, but they aren't in nutrition or in my community. So please keep following the podcast because the holidays are a really, really fun time for me um, in the program and then on the podcast and on Instagram and TikTok. I get really excited when holidays come up because I get to teach women how to live their life, enjoy the season and feel in control. And I think that's such a big part of weight loss. I'm planning some really helpful episodes for the podcast. And in Cheatrition, we do a big workshop around the holiday season every single year that the ladies absolutely love. So I am excited to create that too, which kind of transitions me right into the podcast this week, which is all about becoming your future self and why it's so damn important in your weight loss. Yes, but also in your life. I'm really going to speak mostly to that today. So lately, I've been feeling a little out of routine and a little disorganized, you know, moving the summer into our very first home, starting over with all the furniture, like we did not take anything like but the kitchen, pictures, and just like clothes and stuff like that. You know, Bexley has been transitioning into a new school and she's been kind of having a rough time with that. Our routine was really shook up and tipped on its head. And it's been a lot. My anxiety has been spiking more than usual, which is normal for such a big change. I have to remind myself that we've only been in our new home for three months. And in the three months that we've been here, we have gotten a lot done. I think also, too, we were just not um, super prepared for all the things that come with moving into a home, like you know, having to find pest control and, you know, trying to find a handyman and things like landscaping and, you know, getting security set up and, you know, gas and getting your electric and your water. We have a water bill now. Like all of those things were kind of tied into each other, you know, when you (laughs) are in an apartment. Of course, these are things that we knew, but it's just very different when you actively have to research and find people and, it's, it's been a lot. Been giving ourselves lots of grace on that. But nonetheless, I realized this weekend that I have been very reactive with my routine lately instead of proactive, which is how I usually am. So basically, I've been kind of waiting for my anxiety to be spiking instead of being proactive about it to avoid a spike or avoid it getting you know out of control. 
by walking or journaling. I've been waiting until like last minute to do things in the house. Me and Otis have been dropping the ball a, a little bit. Like we've forgotten Bixley's lunch <laughs> a few times at school. We had to like rush to the school to bring it. Um, like our brains have just been all over the place. Um, and I notice I've been self-isolating just a little bit, which is really how I know my anxiety is starting to get a little high is when I kind of recede back into myself. I've been scrolling a lot, which is not helpful. That's not usually a part of my routine. These things aren't very typical for me. And this past weekend, um, I think with the weather just being so pretty and I've been outside a little bit more, I started gardening. And I think I've just been able to kind of think more as I'm, you know, doing this new hobby. I just started thinking like, man, I'm just not kind of where I want to be with my routine right now. I didn't make this mean anything about me. So I never, ever beat myself up. I'm never like, oh, you're just a shit show and you can't get it together. I'm like, hey, don't like where we are with our routine because then it places it back in my control. It doesn't mean I have to change anything about myself. It just means I have to change some of the things that I'm doing. Um, and so that's a little side note. If you are someone who beats yourself up a lot, just know it is never, ever, ever helpful. Nothing good comes from shaming yourself. It actually turns off the part of your brain that is able to learn. Feeling guilt about things is very different, but shaming yourself about things is never, ever helpful. So I don't do it. I give myself so much grace. I talk so kindly to myself. And whenever I'm having trouble, I kind of really talk to myself like I would like a kid. <laughs> just like we're gonna figure it out like you know we don't like our routine right now but we're gonna we're gonna think about this and we're gonna we're gonna change it and so I've just been having the thought like this isn't the routine that I want this isn't who I want to be right now um, I've been having those kind of thoughts lately so you know I just don't want to be the person who has the routine where she just feels like her wheels are spinning all day and is in this constant state of just trying to keep up. I There's a sound on TikTok and Instagram because I've been scrolling too much lately. <laughs> and it's like, you will never regret romanticizing your life. And I have always been a big believer in that. Listen, I know li our lives can be super overwhelming. Things can get busy. Things can get hectic. We can experience tragedy at, you know, the most random times. You know, in the last two years, we've really, really experienced that hands firsthand. But I truly believe that we get this one life. And I've never wanted to sell into the notion that, you know, life is just a shit show and you just got to try to get through it. It can absolutely be. But I love romanticizing the moments and romanticizing things like cooking and gardening for my family and romanticizing birthday parties, <laughs> celebrating all the milestones, all of those things. So I decided to sit down and write out who I wanted to be and how I wanted my day to look and just what I wanted to change about how my day was going now. This is an exercise that I do teach in Cheatrition, and it's a really, really important one. And I say this all the time, but I go through my own program all the time because changing my life was how I created the program. With Cheatrition, everything that I teach are things that I had to do to myself, had to say to myself, these are journal prompts or mindset work or routine work or nutrition work that I had to do on myself in order to create a framework that actually worked for like normal, you know, everyday women. And listen, I am not a fan of doing a bunch of corny exercises and mantras and a big routine with all the bells and whistles. 
But I do stick by a few journal practices that I absolutely swear by because they had such a big impact on my life. And so I wanted to walk you through it today. And if it's something that you feel like would be helpful, especially if you're relating to anything that I'm talking about or resonating with any of the feelings that I've been feeling, then I truly believe you'll find value in doing this. So when I feel very blah, just like in this constant state of frazzle or like I'm ending each day, never really feeling like I did the things that I wanted to do, right? Like the day did not go how I imagined it to go or planned it to go. And there are more days than this than not, because I do understand that we, this is real life. I say this all the time with Sheetrician, this is real life. And every day is not going to go how you expected it to go, how you planned it to go. But I do know when my days are ending in a place where I really feel like my day has gone nothing like I planned more often than it does, there is a red flag. <laughs> you know, the check engine light is on and I need to look at my routine and I need to change some things. I need to structure um, it a little bit better. And I have to structure myself in my mind a little bit better too. And so the first thing that I do is I sit down and I get my brain together. So I do a big old brain dump. <laughs> I unload. And often that looks like just a very honest, very raw, very discombobulated journal session where I'm not trying to make sense. I'm just trying to get everything that I'm feeling and everything that I'm thinking out of my head. I'm very honest in this journal session. Like the things that somebody would side eye me for, I say it because I have to get it out of my head and onto something. So I don't try to dissect it. I don't judge it. I don't try to psychoanalyze it. I just unload it. I call this a transfer of energy. It's kind of like you're just transferring the things that you're saying in your head all day long to a piece of paper and you're able to look at it. So it kind of feels like it's not in your head anymore. So they're out of your head and onto something tangible. It, you transfer it from your head to the paper. This isn't to say that you're not going to think these things again, but it's very cathartic for me, at least. It's just like this weight that has been lifted and I just get to unload my thoughts in a very safe and honest place. And then after I do that, and if you want to like rip up the paper after that or, you know, erase it, <laughs> if you're scared someone's going to come across it and be like, oh my God, she's thinking these things. You can like, you know, get rid of the evidence. But after I do that, and by the way, this is not like an hour long journal session. This is like set a timer for five minutes and I just go maybe 10 minutes if you feel like you need that of just uninterrupted brain dumping. So after I do that, I script my ideal day and I'll tell you why this is important. A lot of the times when we end our day feeling like we didn't make time for what we wanted or we didn't check off the things that we wanted to check off, it's often, or at least for me, it's because I haven't sat down and really thought about how I want to structure or restructure my day and how I, myself, my, my beliefs, my brain, my thoughts are showing up for me that day. I'm simply not being intentional. I'm letting every distraction, every unimportant task, every moment that I'm bored or I don't want to do something kind of take over. And so my day turns into this checklist of like a massive stockpile of little things that weren't really that important to me that I've completed, but I haven't really gotten done the things that I really wanted to get done that would make me feel better at the end of the day. So I need to restructure. And that just means I need to sit and think about 
how I want my day to go. I need to talk it through. I need to put it in the part of my brain that can now look for ways or look for opportunities to create that for me. But I don't do a checklist. A lot of people will do to-do lists. And I mean, to-do lists can be helpful. Like if you're just like, I got to get these, these, these things done today. But I don't find that helpful for myself. Like me restructuring my day isn't because my to-do list isn't thorough enough. Instead, I do a script. I find that putting myself as if I'm living that day, how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking is a hundred times more helpful than a checklist. So I write as if I'm narrating my day. You know, when you watch like a TikTok or a reel or like a YouTube video of someone going through the routine and they have like a voiceover playing in the background, they're like, I'm doing this. And then after I do this, I make my bed and I like to make my bed this way because like, that's essentially <laughs> what I'm doing. But with pen and a paper, or in my case, my iPad, good notes and an Apple pencil. And I start from the top. I write in present tense. This is very, very important. You're not writing in past tense. You're not writing in future tense. You're writing in present tense like you're living the day. And I talk about what time I wake up and how I feel when I wake up and why. So I started my current script with, um, I wake up at 5 a.m. I feel refreshed and excited for my day. Most of all, I feel rested because I put my phone down at 9 a.m. and I got to sleep shortly after. I talk about, you know, me waking up and appreciating our home and how pretty it is. I talk about how the sun is starting to come up and it's catching the flowers that I put in the side table. And it's just so pretty how I appreciate, you know, the sun and it coming through the windows. I appreciate the silence in the house before my daughter wakes up and my husband gets up. I talk about taking my matcha shot and where I do it at and what time it is when I do it. And as I script, I'm not writing out, you know, this unrealistic routine that I know I will not stick to. They're very simple actions. Maybe they're things that I used to do that I haven't done in a while that I need to get back to doing. Maybe it's new habits that I want to try on. Maybe it's just doing things at a different time, restructuring my day, right? Maybe adding time to this one task, taking time away from this task. I'm structuring my day how I want it to go. But I'm also talking about how I feel when I'm doing them, what emotions or what feelings are coming up, no matter how simple they are. So I script out my morning routine, you know, and how that goes with Bexley. I talk about doing her hair and how it's getting so long and how, oh my gosh, I need to wash it and do a, a, a twist out what kind of parent I am, how I'm patient and I'm understanding, but I'm also stern. You know, I'm being detailed in the timeline but I'm not making the timeline unrealistic for where I am. And so then I go on to talk about like how I make breakfast in 10 minutes and she loves it. And she, you know, she always eats it all and <laughs> what time she's out the door and what I do when my husband, you know, takes her to school. I talk about my workout and how it feels. I talk about how I don't want to work out, but I do it anyway and how proud and how good I feel after I knock it out, how I'm smiling to myself and saying, good job, I'm proud of you. I also think it's important that when you're scripting that you are talking about the typical thoughts that come up. Like I script out the very honest things that I say to myself, like I don't feel like walking, I don't feel like doing this. I, I throw it in there. 
I'm like, yeah. And then I had the thought, man, I really don't feel like doing this. I should probably skip it. And then I say, no, we always feel better after we do it. And so then I do it. And then I talk about how proud I feel of myself after I do it. You know, I talk about my shower and how good the water feels. And I talk about getting dressed. I write about how my skin glistens and it's soft after I moisturize. I talk about how good I smell. I talk about my makeup and how simple it is and how it doesn't take me a lot of time and how it glows. I talk about my outfit, how I want to dress, what looks I'm going for. I talk about my workday, how I show up for my members, how I coach them. I express how proud I am of them. And, you know, as I scroll through the communities, as I'm doing my morning admin and I read their messages and I read their wins and how happy it makes me feel. I talk about how excited I am, you know, to help them when they're struggling, how I'm so grateful I get to be a part of their support tribe. You know, then I transition into talking about cooking and creating content and how I love to cook and I love to be creative and how I love to edit, you know, my reels and my TikToks and share recipes and experiment all while giving timelines of giving exact times of like, I'm doing this from 1230 to 130 or 130 to 230 and how I love it. I talk about, you know, how my meetings go with my team and how, you know, my meetings go for my workday and, and how excited I am to be working on these projects for the membership. I talk about the two hours I take to get off of my phone completely and how I go into the garden with Bex and I hang out with my husband and I just catch up and just maybe I don't want to do anything. Maybe I just want to lay in my bed and just stare at the ceiling. But I talk about that time where I'm unplugged, I'm disconnected, and I'm just present, however I feel like being present that day. And then I talk about cooking dinner, you know, what meals I typically cook and have time for, how I love this time in the kitchen, how I don't rush it, how I expect it to take time. And I honor that nourishing my body and my family is a priority that I'm okay with making time for, how I love how it feels when I don't overeat, how I love how it feels when I don't you know, eat off plan, how proud I am for being intentional. I talk about my night routine, you know, what I do, my skincare routine, what time I turn my phone off, how I end my day, how I come to terms with the mistakes I made that day, how I let them go before bed, how I say a prayer, how I tell myself how proud I am of me and for showing up and giving my day my best shot, how happy I am to be living this life I love that I'm so proud of. I talk about my sleep and how good I slept and how comfortable I was in my bed, how safe I feel. And then I close my eyes and I wake up and the script starts back over. Now, here is the important piece. After you script, you got to read through it, right? And it's got to feel like this absolutely is something you could do today. I had about two pages, so I don't want you to think your script is like a book. <laughs> like it's just two pages. I would say like I gave each part of my day, like maybe a little paragraph or two. My script was concise, but it was detailed in terms of times, how long I was doing something, how it felt when I was doing something, the thoughts that came up before I did something. And then I removed and edited anything that I felt like if I, if I didn't want to cook at this time, I switched the time, right? Or if I didn't want to garden in this part of the day, I moved it to the morning because that feels better. You know, I, I, I edited my script to make sure it really flowed how I wanted my day to go. Now, here's the even more important piece. After you do that, 
go to your calendar or if you're using a planner, you can use your planner, but I highly recommend a calendar, specifically Google calendars. It's the best. <laughs> and you add what you scripted to your calendar. Make sure it populates to repeat on the days that you want it to. Like my detox time of no phones isn't every day. It's just the weekdays when I'm on my phone the most for I'm on my screen for work and then I'm creating content and I'm on my phone, I'm recording and I'm editing and I'm, you know, engaging. And so I just have that populate for just one example, like Monday through Friday, and then I don't have it populate on Saturday and Sunday. So however you want your day to go, you're just going to plug it into your calendar. You're going to start from the morning and you're going to work all the way down to night. Now for me, I've done the mindset work and the habit work over the years that I am very able to dive into a new routine and be totally fine and pick up like I never left off and we're on and pop in. But if this routine is really far off from what you are currently doing, I want you to just pick one thing, okay? Just one and practice it. Maybe you want to practice putting the phone down at 930 and it's takes you a few tries to do it, and then you get into a consistent habit of doing it. Maybe you want to practice working out at the same time each day. Maybe you want to practice walking at the same time each day. Maybe you want to practice getting dinner started at the same time each day. Pick one thing, practice it, master it, then add another. Before you know it, your day looks completely different from what it used to. And better than that, so do your results in your life and even your weight loss, especially if you're adding in some weight loss habits. This is something that I love to do when I feel like I've gone through a big transition or just my routine is just different. It's crazy right now. And I need to get things back on track and back on order. It's really, really helpful. I titled this episode, or at least I think I did. Hopefully it's still the same. <laughs> but I titled this episode, you know, Becoming Your Future Self. And something that I'm always teaching in Sheetrician is that that person doesn't just show up on your doorstep and knock on your door and ask to be let in. In order to become her, then you have to be her now. You have to show up as she does in order to get the things she has. And so if you want to end your day with energy, like you're proud or if it's weight loss, you know, hitting your weekly milestones, feeling healthy, feeling strong, you have to do what that person does. And a lot of the times people struggle with that identity shift. And so when you script out your day and you script out present tense, how you're showing up, how you feel, what thoughts you're thinking, how you overcome them, the story that you're telling yourself at the end of the day, you practice being her. And so one habit at a time, you master your future self. And pretty soon you're creating an even bigger, badder version of you. So practice showing up as your best self today. And I promise you, you won't regret it. So I hope this is helpful. If it was, I always ask you to share this with a friend that you really feel needs to hear this so that we can help more women just like you lose their weight for good. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.